We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yo, welcome. Cash Considerations special episode. Ricky O'Donnell here with Jason Pat. Jason, we got some some pretty fun news to share with our listeners. Yeah, so Blue Wire Pod, shout out to them and shout out to NBA 2K. NBA 2K20 just obviously came out uh, in the last couple of days. We uh, have partnered with NBA 2K to get some of our Blue Wire podcasters involved in the game, integrated into the game. Uh, so if you guys are playing your whatever, my career, my player, all that fun stuff, you can see tweets from uh, yours truly here at Cash Considerations, just some real fire tweets about stuff uh, from all from all over the place. It's not just Bulls tweets. It's basically everything, but we're in the game. We got a couple other Blue Wire pods are in the game as well. You can some of the guys from, uh, from our Lakers pod, I believe, from uh, our, our, our New Orleans guys, um, our Cavs guys. Um, and some of our Warriors guys as well. So really fun stuff. Just a whole group of us Blue Wire podcasters were able to get into the NBA 2K20. Ricky, I believe you're playing some NBA 2K20 right now. Do you have any initial just uh, initial thoughts on the on this game? I honestly have not played 2K in like two or three years. I believe I I have like 2K17 or 2K18. I haven't played it in a while though. I I was I have a bunch. I do have a PS4, but I just haven't gotten around to playing this. Do you have any any thoughts on 2K20? I have a 2K Dynasty right now. I'm looking at the social media feed, and uh, Jason Pat tweets, Wiggins provides the spark for the Timberwolves as they squeak by the Bulls 97-96. Then that allows you to go see the box score in this game. Wiggins dropped 23-9 on the Bulls. Uh, So, yeah, that's that's what it is. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm a longtime 2K fan. I've been playing basketball video games my whole life. The first one I really remember is NBA Jam. I played that on Sega. Loved NBA Jam. Then I started playing NBA Live. Uh, I distinctly remember getting NBA Live 96, which was the first ever basketball game where you could create a player. I believe that was on original PlayStation. And I wouldn't create myself, but I would create... (laughs) Corey Benjamin on the Bulls because he wasn't there. I would create, I don't know if you remember, uh, a guy the Bulls had in preseason. He went to Virginia by the name of Curtis Staples. He was a great three-point shooter uh, in college. I think I probably saw him at like the college three-point contest when I was like nine years old, and the Bulls brought him into training camp. I don't think he ever made the team, but I remember creating him. Uh, and, you know, after playing the EA version for a few years when I was younger, I just realized 2K is so much better. And really the the NBA 2K video games, I think are 
are really tremendous. I'll tell you how I play them personally. Uh, me and my good buddy Scott will start a dynasty. We do a fantasy draft, serpentine fantasy draft. So the person who gets the last pick in the first round gets the first pick in the second round. All 30 teams, we draft up our rosters. Then we sim every game. But when we play each other, we'll actually play the game. So we'll play a couple times a year. And then eventually both of our teams will be so good uh, after a few years of going through free agency, going through the draft, making trades, that we'll just like meet in the finals every year. And then we have best of seven game series. Uh, and it's so much fun because you need to replenish the roster as guys get old. You Sometimes you hit the hard cap and you need to get rid of people. Love playing NBA 2K that way. It's, I've always wanted to be in this game in the Twitter portion of it. Uh, I haven't found myself yet. So if you see me, definitely send me a screenshot, tweet it at me. I'm waiting to see that. Uh, but this is just uh, another really fun game. And through a little bit of playing that I've done, I've probably played two games so far. I'm mostly a sim man at heart, as you know. But uh, through a couple games I've played, I think the game seems awesome. Their off-the-ball movements seem a little bit more accurate than previous editions of the game. The way guys come around screens and uh, just move off the ball just seems really realistic this year, more so than previous versions. The guys are actually spotting up at the three-point line, from what I can tell, which is a difference from previous years when you'd want a guy to spot up and you'd take a long two. Uh, so the game seems awesome so far. Uh, me and you are excited to be in it. And, you know, if anyone sees a screenshot of me in the game, please tweet it at me. Yeah. And you mentioned, you mentioned going back. I used to play, I have like, and I have a 64 still. I have like an NBA Live 99. I used to play like the on Sega Genesis. I feel like 2K really was when they came around, was it like 2010 or 2011 when they started doing those like Jordan moments? Like that stuff was awesome. And they had some of the old Bulls teams in there. And again, this, obviously this year's version, they've been doing like these, the, the classic teams, and you can go back, and there's obviously like the 72-win the Bulls. There's this, the 98 Bulls. I think there's some Bulls teams from the 80s when Jordan was coming up. They also, I believe, have the 2010-2011 uh, D-Rose Thibodeau Bulls to play with. So obviously, if you're looking for some old Bulls teams to play with, a lot of fun uh, to play with some of those classic teams. Uh, I know there's like the all-decades teams you can play with. I know the 90s have MJ and Pippen. I believe the 2010 team actually does have D-Rose on there as well. So, again, if you're looking to play some classic games, those are always fun to do. Uh, if we want to transition real quick, just to look at kind of the the, the current Bulls uh, and their ratings. A lot of people love to talk about NBA 2K ratings. The players love to talk about it. They're always asked about it. They're always commenting about it on Twitter. Let's take a look at some of the Bull, at the Bulls players' ratings. So, the best player in the game for the Bulls. I feel like we talked about, we did our pod yesterday about Otto Porter. We think Otto Porter is right now the best player in the Bulls. In 2K, the best, the highest rating is Zach Levine. And I feel like that totally makes sense from like the video game standpoint because he's obviously, he's an incredible dunker. I believe he's the second highest rated dunker in the game behind Zion, which I mean, I guess fine. Like obviously Zion's got a ton of hype. But I mean, Zach Levine in terms of like being an NBA dunker and all-star like slam dunk contest, like I feel like it's almost kind of throwing... Uh, kind of underrating him. I think he's like a 95 as a dunker. Well, let me pull up the ratings. Yeah, 95 dunk rating. I feel like he should be almost higher than that. Zach Levine's an incredible dunker. He's like had some of the best slam dunk contests we've seen in recent memory. But he's he's an 85 overall as the number one player on the Bulls, followed by Lowry at 83, Otto Porter Jr. at 80, Thad Young 79, Wendell Carter 78. That kind of rounds at the top five. They actually have, do have Kobe White with a higher rating than Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn is at – or Kobe White's at 76 – Chris Dunn, 75. Sandoranski at 75 as well. I feel like having Kobe White 
out of Sadoransky is probably probably a little bit of a miss, but I mean, whatever. We're talking about guys in the mid seventies. There, anything strike you interesting about these Bulls ratings? What do you think about Levine being the best guy, uh, and just any of these other ones in general? So I've got it pulled up right now. I guess I was doing it in the dynasty mode. So some of these ratings might have slightly changed. I have Levine as yeah. an eighty-six. You said he's an eighty-five. Yeah, this is according uh, to 2KRatings.com. I don't know. Okay. They might have changed. It might have been updated. Uh, let's actually go pull up the ratings that we get on the game, and then let's discuss yes. what we think they should actually be. So, you know, the only, like, 99s are, like, LeBron and Prime Jordan, and then there's, like, not many guys in the 90s. I would say maybe, like, 10 or less guys rated in the 90s of the game uh, in general. So I'm pulling up the rosters right now the bulls here we go so we got levine is an 85 marketing is an 83 porter is an 80 thad young is a 79 wendell is a 78 kobe is a 76 chris dunn is a 75 sadaransky is a 75 denzel is a 74 hutchison is a 72 arch is a 72 felicio is a 72 blakeney is a 72 Luke Cornett is a 71. Luke Cornett being rated worse than Blakeney is truly a crime against basketball. And then we have and Daniel Felicio. Jackson, 71. So I'm going to go through this whole roster right now and tell you what the rating should be. Uh, best player on the team, Otto Porter, he should be an 85. Zach Levine, we're going to give him an 83. Lowry Markin, we're going to give him an 82. Uh, Thad Young, we're going to give him an 82. Wendell Carter, I think a 78 is fair for him. Kobe White, I'm going to say a 73. I need to see more for Kobe White. That, yeah. that rating can trend up quickly, though. Chris Dunn, going to give him a 74 instead of a 75. Thomas Sadoransky, I think, should be like a 79 instead yeah, of a 75. Yeah. And then I really don't have any problem burning Hutchison. Uh, Felicio is one guy. I mean, a 72. He's ranked the same as Archie Diacono, Hutchison, Blakeney. Blakeney and Felicio should both be in the 60s. Those are just bad <laughs> players. Uh, there's nothing you can do about it at this point. I mean, Bla- Blakeney's not even the team. I don't even. I think we didn't even mention that on our pod yesterday. That Blakeney is not on the Bulls roster anymore. So that doesn't even doesn't even matter. Or he's. Or I don't know if they've officially waived him yet. But yeah, he's a goner. He. De- I definitely agree with that. Like Blakeney and Felicio. Fel- the fact that Felicio is like higher than Cornette is kind of wild. Cornette was. He's not great, obviously, but like he's a real solid player and he's got a nice 83 point rating because he's. Luke Cornett, if you look at just his, like, splits, just literally, like, I feel like uh, like two-thirds of his shots are three-pointers. He's got a really nice three-point rating there. Uh, Sadransky, actually, Otto Porter has the best three-point rating on the Bulls, it looks like. He's at an 84. Uh, Sadransky is pretty high at an 83. They give Denzel some love with his three-point shooting at an 82. Uh, see, I don't think there's, like, anything super egregious with this. Like I said, I feel like I understand why they have Zach as the best player in terms of, like, a video game ranking just because of his scoring and his three-point shooting and his dunking. But, yeah, a little mix and match there. Porter should probably be a little higher, maybe Zach a little lower. But maybe by the end of the season, maybe these will – Zach would be more of, like, an 85, 86. We'll see. If you, like, compare it to some of the – I think Zach – I was looking at, like, the overall player rankings. I think Zach was, like, barely – was just in the top 50. I think he was, like, number 48 listed there. And we saw the SI thing that just came out recently. He was, like, 90, which I think is kind of underrating him. Like, if Zach's, like, a top 50-ish player by this season, like, I feel like that makes perfect sense. I mean, he might make an all-star game based on his stats alone, whether that means, like, he's actually going to be, like, a top, whatever, 24 player. Like, I don't know about that because of the overall stuff. But, I mean, I feel like overall in this game as, like, a top 50, top 60 player, I think that kind of makes sense for him. Uh, Other guys maybe a little more underrated. 
Here's a great one. Dunk rating for Denzel Valentine. Can you guess it on a scale of 1 to 100? I'm I'm looking at it right now. It's a 35. A 35. That's that's pretty accurate, I would say. But I'm going to take issue with Lowry getting a 40 dunk rating. Lowry can throw down, man. Did you not see the dunk over Cantor his rookie year against the Knicks in Madison Square Garden? He hit six threes that game. He was nasty. Probably the best game of his career so far. Maybe it was eight threes that game, actually. But... Uh, Lowry, we gotta get that dunk, that dunk rating up. So I want to see some big slams out of Lowry this year, and just speak directly into the camera. Tell 2K you want to get your rating up like Whiteside once did. Yeah, that's definitely underrating his dunk. He's, I feel like, I don't, I hate using like the sneaky athleticism term. Like I feel like it's just a classic term for like white dudes who like all of a sudden are like dunking on guys. Like Sadoransky, we've seen dunk on guys pretty hard too, and his rating's a 65. Like I feel like Lowry and Sadoransky both being around like a 65. We've seen them throw it down hard. Lowry, when Lowry, like, like occasionally, like, out of nowhere, he'll just go up and, like, be super aggressive trying to dunk, and it's, and it's great. A 40 is definitely selling him, selling him really short. Um, besides that, I really don't have anything else on any of these ratings. Like I said, we kind of went through all of them. Don't have any huge issues besides some of these small things. Uh, I guess if also, if you're not only an NBA fan, but if you're also into the WNBA, there are WNBA teams in this game as well. So if you're a Chicago Sky fan or whatever d- fan of the WNBA you are. They're also in this game as well, so be sure to check that out. Uh, that's pretty cool stuff to have to have them incorporated in this as well. Uh, besides that, Ricky, you have any final W uh, NBA 2K20 takes for us before we get out? Uh, of here? Well, I'm going to the WNBA playoff game tonight. Go Sky, beat the Mercury. Been a while since we've seen playoff basketball in Chicago, yep. so I'm pretty jacked up for that. It's a one-game elimination uh, format, so it's the Sky versus the Mercury. It's going to be really fun home game. I also played a WNBA game in 2K, and that was really cool, too. Uh, I thought the movements of the players and their shooting motions were pretty accurate. So good stuff all around. Uh, you know, should have happened sooner, WNBA and 2K. But it's awesome that it's in it this year, and 2K deserves some, some credit for that. Yeah, awesome. So, again, yeah, shout out again to Blue Wire and then 2K for making this sweet. Uh, partnership happened with us. It's really cool. Hopefully we'll be able to do more with them in the future. Please obviously go by NBA 2K uh, and check us out in the game. Uh, so that's all. So we'll obviously be back then next week with our next Cash Considerations podcast, continuing our core four. But uh, for today, uh, it's from Jason and Ricky, Cash Considerations, our special NBA 2K pod. So again, go by 2K. Take it easy, guys.